Welcome to the community where passion for life and healthy sexuality connect beautifully and easily. I'm your host, Amanda Ammons, and my goal in life is to help you thrive. And a huge part of that is your sex life. Your one life was meant to be amazing, sex included. You most likely haven't been shown this, but I'm here to tell you, you're beautifully and intricately made. Made for more, made for the best. However your journey brought you here, join me in a new conversation about one of the most amazing things ever created, intricate, passionate intercourse. Together, let's break the shame cycle. Let's learn how to please and be pleased. Let's fight fear, find freedom, and freaking have fun. Welcome to the Passion Connected Show. Hey friend, welcome back to the Passion Connected Podcast. This week, we're going to expand a little bit on what I talked about last week and give you guys some practical takeaway tips, some things to work on when it comes to porn. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, it got so much attention and was really, really loved, which was encouraging because it was my own story of overcoming porn and what that looked like for me, what made the big difference, what was the change in my life that happened that really jump started getting me out of this addiction. Um, and so I'll go ahead and have the link in the show notes, but if you haven't already listened to that episode, then come back over here. If, if that hasn't sort of bolstered you and made the impact that you're wanting, because I truly do believe that, that porn and the addictions come down to the deeper issues, come down to the heart, come down to you deciding who you are and who you are going to live to be, um, where your core values are, where the core issues are. And that is what that episode is about. But I also do know that there are times in your life where you feel like I just can't, I just can't, I can't go there. I can't do the deep work. I need some just surface help to get started. Um, and I've been there and I've done that. Um, not maybe necessarily as much with porn, but, um, and other things in my life where I have said, like, I know that there is something else going on here. I know that I need to do the deep work. I know that I need therapy. Um, but right now, just in this very singular moment, I just need some basic help. So that's what this episode is. This episode is, I'm still struggling with porn. I haven't claimed my identity. I haven't worked through all the deep stuff. I haven't worked through my issues and my reasons and all of those sorts of things. I'm not ready to. I just need I just need some basic help to get me started to feel like there is hope that there is the light at the end of the tunnel. So that is what this episode is. Um, and as always, I feel like I'm going to try to keep it short and sweet, but who knows? My notes were like a mile long, um, but I will try to make it as simple, as action-taking as possible, as workable for you. Okay. So first of all, I'm going to put my pitch out there because it's just, yeah, (laughs) I think that therapy is so, so helpful. And obviously that's the field that I'm in. And so I'm going to vouch for it. But if you are feeling really, really defeated, if you feel like you can't, you know, you're not in a place to do this on your own, it's because you probably shouldn't be doing it on your own. And I just want to put out there that this isn't necessarily the quick fix thing. This does go to the heart issue. But guys, therapy, cognitive behavioral therapy has a success rate in stopping porn addiction between 78 to 92%. And that's a a six-month study. So saying that they went through therapy for a while and then they quit therapy six months down the road, they were still stopping that addiction 
or seeing the benefits of, of the therapy with either reduced amount of usage, whatever it was, whatever their goals were, whatever it was that they had to work through. So I just want to pitch therapy can be really, really helpful. Um, and honestly, this is one of the things I am most excited as a therapist to work with is people dealing with sex addictions or sex problems. Obviously, here's my podcast. Hey, hello, this is me. But I know that a lot of therapists are excited about these sorts of things because it is very action taking. Um, it You can work with the mindset there. It's easy to get to the core root issues. It's easy to get to um, like why this is all here. And also it is easy to take steps forward in therapy. And it doesn't always feel that way when it's just you by yourself. And yet in therapy, it's like, it's such a workable problem. So find yourself a therapist, find someone who's excited to work with you. Who's excited to say, yes, we can do this. I can do this with you. We're going to, you know, make progress here. You are going to see a change. We're going to figure this out. Um, so yeah, there's my plug for therapy. Therapy's helpful for a whole host of things, but really particularly like it can do wonders. Like that's an amazing statistic, guys. Like to have sustained results of like around 80% or higher, that's awesome. Um, okay, so, but if you're not doing therapy and you're just feeling like, like I said, I just need the quick fix, here are some ways to help support yourself. Now, I am not a big um, advocate for blocking things. I, I think that, you know, on your electronics that there are certain things that you can, um, put blocks up for like basic blocks that, you know, stop like the serious searches, the whatever else. But I don't ever think that that's a solvent. I don't ever think that that's really going to stop somebody if they want to find porn or erotica or listen to audio, they're going to find it. Um, no matter what blocks you put, they're going to find it. I've, I've heard of people finding it, you know, a whole host of areas like deep within apps and things like that, where it's like, really, you're not probably ever going to find a block that's going to fully protect you. So, um, that is one of those things I want to put out there. Like, don't rely on that because you're handing over the, the reins to something else and you're just taking a back seat and saying like, I have no, you know, like somebody else has to control me and that is not going to help you. All of the things that I want to talk to you about today are going to be things where you are um, taking action. Now it's going to be easier action than the deep work, than the journaling and the crying and the working through stuff and the processing through your traumas and your histories and your family life and everything like that. Um, but it still has to be you because if you are relying on anything else to save you from this addiction that is yours, that you are making the decision to do that, um, stems from your own stuff, like it's just not going to work. You're just going to continue to be disappointed. You're going to continue to push back. Um, I, there's an episode I'll see if I can find it when I upload this. Um, but I have an episode that just talks about how, you know, you have to make decisions and, and you have to set your own boundaries because if you don't, if you're trying to have somebody else set boundaries for you, you're gonna push back. Like you have to do it. And it goes back to last week on the identity thing. Um, but you're going to push back. If somebody else puts something in place, like you're not going to feel like, um, that you're a part of it and, and you need to be a part of this. You need to be an action taking problem solving person in this relationship with your addiction. Okay, so several minutes in now, what are the actual things that I said that I was going to talk about in this episode? 
Okay, so you're having a problem with porn. You're feeling like it's overwhelming. You don't know what to do. First things first, start taking just a quick, brief analysis of what happens every time that you watch porn. And by this, I don't mean like a lot of people will avoid the idea that they even, you know, watch something, they delete their history, they whatever else. But one of the things that was really helpful to me as after um, years of dealing with this addiction was to stop either if I managed to before like I watched porn and take an analysis of like, why am I doing this? Why am I here? What's happening? And or afterwards, just asking myself and not this desperate, you know, oh, what was me? Like, I can't, I can't believe I did that, whatever. No, like just stopping in peace and saying, okay, this is what's going on. This is what's happening. I'm dealing with something. Stop and take, um, just analyze it. Just think through it. It doesn't need to be heavy. It doesn't need to be deep. It just needs to be really brief. You just figuring out what is actually going on because some of the first things that are really, really helpful is discovering what are your triggers? What are the reasons that you're going to these things and how can you support yourself? So for example, um, just my own life, financial stress, huge, huge trigger for me. Financial stress is the thing that like, I know if our bank account starts going down, I know if we have big bills coming up, I know if we've got medical bills, I know whatever else. I know now for a fact that I am probably going to be dealing with some sort of temptation. And therefore, because of that, I can prep myself. I can say, okay, Amanda, you know that you're dealing with a lot of financial stress right now. Let's just be aware of the fact that this is probably going to be a temptation for you. And then I can speak up and I can say to Kyleb or I can say to a friend, um, Hey, I'm really stressed right now. And this is not where I want to go. And this is not who I am. And so, you know, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm bringing in community, all of that sort of stuff. Um, or another one, lack of sleep. This is huge for people. People, we, I'm going to link below a book that, um, I really, truly feel like everybody should read, but it is why we sleep. And it is so crazy. Sleep science is so, so crazy and so impactful, but we do not sleep enough. We do not sleep well as, as a society. And this is a huge one. And it's a big one for me because when you are more tired, your brain is not functioning as well. You start, you know, getting lax on things. You start feeling more alone at night. You start feeling more separated. You start feeling like, oh, it's been a long day. Things have been really stressful. And thus the slow just fall into porn or an addiction. Um, and this is any addiction. This is not just porn. This is people with lack of sleep deal with every addiction out there. That is why the nighttime tends to be the time where people have the most problems because it's when they're most lonely. It's when they're most tired. It's when they're most feeling like the rest of the world is shutting down and they don't, they don't want to have to think anymore. They don't want to have to try anymore. They don't want life to be so hard anymore. Um, and so then they go into that addiction. So focusing on that, eat well, sleep well, exercise, take care of yourself. If you focus on those things, your addiction will be easier. If you're not taking care of yourself, it's going to be more difficult. And so if you're feeling like you're really going through a real, like this struggle season of like, I am just wanting it every day. I am feeling really burdened. Um, I feel like I can't get away from this thing. Take a step back and look at the rest of your life and say, 
where am I unhealthy in these other areas that might be fueling this addiction? Where am I, you know, what is triggering it? Like I said, what are the things that come up? And and going back to that, you can think of, there are a ton of different triggers. I mentioned that one of mine is financial stress, but you can have relational stress. You can be hungry. You can be um, angry. Some people it's anger. Um, some people it's loneliness. Like I said, there is a whole host of different stresses and triggers and things like that. It can, it can be your kids are having a hard time or it can be um, you're in school and your homework assignments are late. It can be that you have work deadlines that are pressing on you and and you're really stressed by that and you just want to relax. You just want to chill out. Um, So find what those things are. What are the triggers? What are the stresses? And then also what are you not supporting yourself in? Just basic health wise. Are you getting community? Like just hanging out with friends. And I'm not even saying that you have to talk to them about porn or your addiction. I'm just saying, are you around people? Are you seeing friends and people and getting community? Are you getting good sleep? Are you eating well? Are you exercising? Are you taking care of yourself mentally? Are you taking time to relax? Are you doing self-care? There's there's so many different things in this life and it's not supposed to be a, a pressure. But if you are feeling like this is just really heavy right now, maybe instead of focusing on the porn and how much you just want to get away from that, sometimes that's not even that helpful because then you're so ingrained in like, how can I stop it? Stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. And you're not taking the time to support yourself in other areas that might be the reasons that you're going to that thing anyway. And so this is not necessarily doing the deep work. This is just getting the surface basics down, like saying like, did you get seven plus hours of sleep or were you staying up till 1am and then watching porn? How can you support yourself? And instead of focusing on, I don't want to watch porn. I need to make sure of this, that, and the other thing. Like, why don't you just start setting up really good sleep habits where you're going to bed at a decent hour with your phone plugged in away from you and you just texted a friend goodnight or you're making sure you're, you go to bed at the same time as your spouse. Like, what are the things that you can support yourself in? How can you get rid of those triggers, get rid of those stresses and start getting healthy in other areas of your life? Hey friends, I thought I would give you an update on my book reading this year. I am at 79 books that I have read this year, which is super exciting. I can't wait to continue that. I still have three months left that I plan to stack in quite a few more. And that has only been possible because I have both an Audible and a Kindle Unlimited subscription. If you guys haven't tried this out, I really highly recommend it. With Audible, you can go ahead and sign up for a free month and get two free books that you get to keep no matter whether you cancel that subscription or not. It is time that you started learning, started growing, started being your best self. And so much of that comes through reading and books. So if that sounds like a deal to you, go ahead and click in the show notes below. There will be a link to Audible where you can sign up for free and get those two free books. Okay, so this one's going to be a little bit more um, interesting, but I swear that there's purpose behind it. So it goes back to what I was saying earlier about how like this just awareness, like being aware of when you um, are dealing with your addiction and kind of what surrounds that, just just becoming um, aware of yourself really, truly, because what I feel like happens a lot of times with, I mean, honestly, I feel like it happens every time, (laughs) 
Somebody who's dealing with a porn addiction often doesn't know how much they're actually dealing with it. And so the exercise that I would encourage you to do is every time that you like go down whatever path or or dealing with this temptation or watch porn or masturbate to pornography or whatever it is that you're doing, I want you to have a secret journal or notebook or something that you can tuck away that you can hide away in your nightstand or that's away from prying eyes that's just for you, just for you to deal with, not necessarily something to share, um, but that every time that you do that, write down one sentence. I watched porn. I read erotica. I masturbated to bad, to negative thoughts or bad thoughts or bad images or whatever it was. Just write it down. Just write it down. You don't have to write down how you feel about it. You don't have to, I I would honestly encourage you not to, frankly, like don't write down how you feel about it. Don't write down all of those things. If you're not ready and willing to go through some of that deep work and actually like process and move forward. Like this is just basic awareness because what happens a lot of time with people in pornography is like I said, they forget or they, they don't realize how much it happens. There are a lot of spouses out there who, you know, they end up telling their partner or working through it with somebody, or they have an accountability person or whatever it is that they're doing. And someone will ask them, when is the last time? Or, you know, how often? Um, And the majority of time people actually don't know because they're not keeping a track because they're not aware because these moments of them going into something that, you know, they don't want to be doing, they cut it out of their brain. Like, Oh, it's not that much. Oh, it's not that often. I mean, we, (laughs) the world doesn't help it either. The world doesn't help it either because it also has, you know, the ability to erase the history and everything else. And life is moving crazy, crazy, crazy fast. And so, you know, you'll process back through and be like, oh, I'm sure it's been, I'm sure it's been two months since, or I'm sure it's been at least a week. And it was like three days ago. Um, and, and you're not being aware. You are not owning up what is actually happening, what is going on and who you are. And this goes back to last week's episode where I was, you know, just vouching for it is an identity thing. You figuring out who you are and you can't do this if you are denying yourself this. Kyle and I have worked through this time and time again because this is something I am huge on, huge on. When we work through problems, I always try to go back to, okay, like what is, what is real though? Like, are we looking at ourselves honestly? Are we looking at ourselves honestly? And because only then are we able to move forward. If I'm denying how I'm eating, like I'm never gonna eat better. (laughs) If I'm denying the reason that I'm eating unhealthy, I'm never going to eat better. If I am not looking at how snippy snappy I am at my kids and, you know, just letting it go in day in and day out, me just being frustrated with them or me being short with them or whatever it is that I'm doing. If I'm not actually seeing that, if I'm not actually analyzing that, if I'm not being honest, I'm never going to change because I'm thinking I'm not, I'm thinking I'm not as bad as I am. I have a distorted rose colored glasses view of myself. And we all do that. We all do it. It's not uncommon. You, I mean, people can't honestly look at themselves in every area of their life and not be devastated because we all suck. 
We all have problems. We're all fallen human beings. That's why Jesus is perfect. That's why he is here. That's why he saves us because we screw up. And I, you know, I don't think it's healthy for every single person to go through every single hardship in their life and have a fully whole view of themselves because I really think that they would be devastated. But I think that if you want to start working through areas, take it bit by bit, bit by bit, like start being honest with yourself in one area and then change it and work towards that new, that whole identity, that new person that you are. But you can only do that if you actually see what is going on. Okay. So wrapping up the soapbox, just write down what you did. Just write down what you did. You don't need to sit down and, and, and look at that and, and wallow and weep and have shame and, and all this stuff. Like you were not a bad person. Okay. You did a bad thing and you want to work through it. And if you do this, like, honestly, you should come out of every single time saying like, I wrote down what I did. I'm awesome. Like this is a step forward. This is more than most people do. This is me trying. This is progress. This is good. And I, you know, I screwed up, but I'm going to see that I actually did something with real clear vision. I'm going to see who I am in this moment and why, and know that I'm not an awful person. I'm a struggling person. I'm somebody who has a reason that they did this. I'm somebody who has a problem that has roots in my past or in my stresses or in my relationship or in myself, things that are going on. There's a reason behind all of this and I am going to move forward. And this is me moving forward. This is me seeing what is actually going on, what I'm actually doing. I'm having an honest look at myself, but I'm not having a shame and guilt covered view of myself. Just an honest one. Just an honest one. So, okay. Like I said, I was going to keep this episode short and, you know, here we are, but (laughs) that's what happens (laughs) because there's so much more to say. You guys, I have so many notes. Oh, I wish I could give all of it to you, but we genuinely would be here for three hours. And I know you guys have a life. So thank you for listening. I hope that this was helpful. I'm just going to do a quick recap. First of all, find your triggers. Um, whether that is loneliness, tired, angry, hunger, financial stress, school stress, work stress, kids stress, um, all of the things, find a trigger, just, you know, be real with that, analyze it, just see what's happening so that you start preparing yourself. That's number one. Number two, support yourself in other areas of your life. Don't focus just on getting rid of porn, like focus on what positive things can you bring in? How can you get rid of some of those triggers? Like, what does that look like? Oftentimes it's just the basics. It's just taking care of yourself, de-stressing, getting good sleep, eating really well, um, being around friends and family, all of those things. So that's number two, just supporting your other areas of your life, like getting healthy in other areas. And then number three, being real with yourself, just taking the time not to work through all of the ways that you might stop porn, but just being real. How much are you watching it? How much are you masturbating? What does it actually look like? Where are you actually at in it? Just not deleting the history in your mind, not deleting the history of, of what is actually going on, not fooling yourself, not tricking yourself, just being real, just being real with yourself, because that is the first, one of the first steps to getting better and getting more whole. All right. That is it. I love you friends. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this, like I said, this episode was really helpful. Um, and I would love to have feedback guys. 
it would mean so much. There are so many listeners on here. If you are somebody who has not rated and commented on this podcast yet and it has helped you at all, please, 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 please leave a five-star rating and a comment. Let's get this podcast out to people. I know that it can be helpful for others just like it was helpful for you and I appreciate every single star. So thank you guys so much and have a great week.